Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. And welcome to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. Doc Talk is up next. Let's go ahead and get this thing cranked up. And a fine good evening to you folks. It is me, Gene, your host with TPO.talk. We have got a super cool interview lined up tonight in our Angler interview series here. Fellow Team New Canoe um, and straight up OG of our sport, man, Mr. Craig Dye. He's here in the wings waiting on us. Before we get going too much further, folks, All-American Kayak Series is about to get kicked off here we're counting it down, what is it, like 50 days or something like that, to Lake of the Ozarks. It's available on Tourney X. Make sure you get out there, get signed up, All-American Kayak Series. Man, we have got a bucket list set of schedule lined up for you folks. You don't want to miss this stuff. Um, it's, uh, it is going to be a heck of a, of a good time. Check out the Facebook group. You can see where the payout structure lands there. Get a chance, get you some money, man. Come on in there and... Uh, Get after him and get yourself some extra cash out there. All right, man, let's go ahead and bring this dude in here. Let's drop the music down out of the way. Let's go ahead and bring in Mr. Craig Dye. Craig, how are you, sir? Good, man, good. I um, I really wish you could turn that music back on. That was <laughs> good, good tunes, right? <laughs> yeah, I was, really, I was really enjoying that, actually. Nice. <laughs> the name of it is Heat Is My Middle Name. Okay, I'm gonna write that down. I got it. It's it's one of those licensed audio things for Streamyard, so I bet you could find it just about anywhere out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a drummer, man. So anything I hear a good beat like that, I just oh. I really enjoy it. So you know, a renaissance man. Huh? Also, uh, not not an angler, but not just an angler, but also play the drums. Yeah, man. I played. I started in middle school and played in high school. Then I, play, I actually played at LSU for a couple of years um, on a scholarship there, and then I played in some bands you know, probably three, four years after college. And then got it kind of went away. I got a drum kit right over here in my office. I, I still play. I try to play, come home from work, you know, blow off a little steam, play for 15, 20 minutes. Um, I, I still really enjoy it. I really do. Dude, I believe there's a lot of therapy with that. I was telling the wife that yeah. I want to actually pick up. I mean, I'm an old dog. I'm 51, going to be 52 this year. But I want to yeah. learn to play the banjo, man. There's the five-string banjo. I, I love that mountain music stuff. And, uh, and and there's so much you can do with that instrument, and so yeah, I've, I've been looked at weird by my son and my wife both. But thinking about it, it looks hard, man. It looks God, it looks that, difficult. But, but finger picking, right? 
I have, it's it's going to be weird. I think the muscle memory to train yourself, uh, I don't know. But they say, you know, 5, 10, 20 minutes every single day, it don't take that long, you know, to pick up a skill like that. You know? Well, that's, yeah, we'll see. I'm, I'm, I'll go to Amazon, find me one of them $150 banjos, just, you know, something cheap, and uh, we'll hook this thing up. Yeah. Next thing you know, my intro might be me just plucking along, right? Yeah, then you have three banjos in the corner back there worth about two grand. We know how it works. <laughs> right. It's like fishing. Yeah, it won't be the fishing poles hiding back there. It'll be banjos next. Yeah. That's right. Well, listen, man, thank you so much for coming by our show here and, uh, and hanging yeah. and talking fishing with us. How long, um, you had mentioned before, you've been involved in kayak fishing, man, for like, what, 12 years now? Is that what you said? Yeah, something like that. Um, really, my, it started with my wife and I, actually. We lived in Atlanta, and we were fishing. We were, we were dating, and we were, like, looking for something fun to do. And I fished growing up in Louisiana. You know, I fished forever. Fished a little bit of tournaments when I was in high school with my uncle. And um, we were looking for something fun to do. So we started, we bought a tandem kayak from Dick's Sporting Goods, like a lot of people go do. Nice. And, and that was fun for a little while. And then, um, you know, I kind of wanted to go do my own thing. So I bought an old, it was a long time, I bought a wilderness system ride, one of the first wilderness systems rides um, back in the day. And uh, then I started doing my own thing. And then my work uh, moved me to Nashville. And that's where I met, at almost the same time that I moved there, Chad Hoover moved there. And that's when he uh, opened up Hook One. And then that's when all the KBF trail started was right there. And I was good friends with Chad. Like, it just had the timing. We just kind of came in together. Good stuff. And, yeah. So the, the second KBF trail ever, I think it was, yeah, the second one ever was on Old Hickory Lake right there in Nashville. So I like, fished Old Hickory before. Yeah. 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 It's a fun lake. It's it's really cool, man. It's got some good, good uh, you know, grass on the bank to fish a lot of dogs and a lot of sneaky holes you can get into. But anyway, that's, that's kind of how, I mean, I don't know how long ago that was. That was man, 10 years ago. I don't really know, but right, right, right. it's different. been a long time. So I've seen it from the very beginning start, you know, you know, with the clubs everywhere breaking out and clubs getting more numbers and more numbers, just like at the club at uh, KBFTN in Nashville. Right. You know, we started off with six guys and now they're having, you know, it's still growing and growing and growing. And man, I, yeah, I just, you know, I'm still here, still in it, still love, not doing it as much as I used to. You know, I, I got two kids in sports, so things are slowing down a little bit, but right. yeah, man, I've kind of, I've kind of seen it all, you know? Well, and I was looking here at one time you were with team USA brother when back in 2020. Is that right? You were chosen for team USA. Yeah, yeah, and that was on Center Hill Lake. Um, I actually won a state championship. This is a long time ago. I, I won a state championship, um, the Tennessee State Championship, on Center Hill Lake. Um, I think that's probably why I was chosen for that team. Plus, it was, you know, it was local. It was it wasn't too far from the house. And Chad was on the team, and you know, a bunch of other guys I knew. You know, Cody Milton and all those guys. Ron Champion. You know, Drew Gregory those, looks like looks yeah, like Jack, Jackson yeah. was in there. Drew, Eric Jackson. I've, I've actually competed against Eric Jackson a bunch of times. I've actually uh, done a couple of saltwater tournaments, the um, Adventure Fishing World Champion tournament. It's, it's, these are old tournaments. They don't do them anymore. But um, but I've competed against Eric Jackson a few times and, you know, Drew Gregory and all those guys, man. So that, that Pan Am event on Center Hill, it was it was really cool. Fishing was pretty tough. tough cause was, I think it was in September. Oh. And, you know, that, that, that lake, it can be tough that time, but we had fun. 
That's awesome, man. You know, and it's it's so cool to kind of see where the where the kayak game has gone. You know, I mean, it's an ebb and flow type deal, but you know, we are the fastest growing sector of the sport fishing industry. That remains in play, even I'm with good. the slowdown you know, that, that everybody experienced, you know, it's starting to see the, the things starting to ramp back up again. And it's, you know, I've have my own ideas as to why the, when people come in, man, they stay, you know, they get hooked, uh, pardon the pun, but what do you think it, it is that attracts so many people that, uh, you know, once they get a taste of it, they want a piece of this thing and they, they have the ability to go further with it if they want. I mean, why, why do you think that is? Man, I think it's a lot of things. I think it's the uh, low cost um, to get into it. I mean, you can get in for, I mean, really under 500 bucks. And you, I mean, you're out there in a, in a pretty comfortable kayak. You know, I wouldn't say very comfortable, but, you know, you, you, but you can get out there and do it for two or three hours and have, and have a good time. Right, right. Um, um, also think something I always thought is it's kind of weird, but I feel like in a, when you're like in a bass boat and you're out there, like you're, you're, you're there visiting what's going on out there right i feel like when you're in a kayak you're more like you're part of what's going on like you know what i mean is that 100 percent? it kind of sounds weird but like when you're out there you don't i, I don't know because it's so quiet and you're so stealthy and 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 everything you see doesn't just fly away or walk away like you know you see deer i mean like, they'll just hang out i, I don't know for, for me i for me personally that's one of the main main reasons i'm hooked on it um, is because and been hooked on. I mean, I love to compete. You know, I used to do a lot of tournaments, not as much as I, as I you know do now. But I mean, that part of it, you know, taking a kayak out with two rods, going on the river, and just just being out there, man. That for me, that's probably the number one thing that draws me. So I, I think that that's the same for a lot of other people. You know, it's right at the heart of the therapeutic benefits as to you know why we try to engage our nation's warfighters and get them outdoors. It is a, it's a far more intimate experience with uh, yeah. just the outdoors, man. You're, you're there. And I'll tell you that that first year, the things I was starting to notice, and it's not that I didn't notice them in the, when I was on the deck of my bass boat, but I may have noticed them, but I didn't pay attention to them. And that is, how many times in a given hour or two hour period, the wind changes direction. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> Man, that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. When you're in a kayak, you know, okay, the wind's coming from, you know, it's coming from the East. Now it was coming Northeast. Now something's changing. Now you're like, Hey, that wind's blowing that bank over there where that riprap is. Yeah. I'm going over there. Dude, you're, you're like a compass needle out there. You, know? you get, you get scooted around, you start to pay attention. Um, water clarity temperatures, you know, I mean, I can literally, I see it on my graph, but I can literally just lean over and touch it too and get an idea of just what, how, you know, what is that temperature of that water right now? What's going on with it? Yeah. All these things kind of come into play. And, you know, it's, it's at the heart, man, of, of what that experience is. It's not by just some weird, you know, happenstance that people take benefit from it. It's not, there's, there's, there's plenty of good reasons why we've gotten hooked with it. And it's, it's so cool to hear everybody's personal kind of, uh, you know, thought and journey on that because it's, you know, you see a lot of the same, but every now and again, somebody brings something up and it's like, oh yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know, also for me, 
some of my best friends I had when I when I moved to Nashville, it was all because of fishing. So so I you know obviously the the experience of kayak fishing and being out there, but you know the community and to find like minded people that love to get out and catch fish. And in Nashville, the 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 options for fishing were just endless there. All the rivers you wanted, Clearwater, Smallmouth. You want to go over to Kentucky Lake, you can find some muddy water and fish shallow and throw a frog. I mean, anything you wanted to do, just depending on if you want to drop two hours east, two hours west, two hours north. I mean, it was it was incredible. I was lucky to be in Nashville when I became really hooked on this sport because yeah. I mean I could do anything. I caught my first smallmouth when I moved there. You know, I'm from Louisiana. We never seen a smallmouth. I was you gonna know? say, yeah, you guys don't have so, those critters down there. Water's too warm. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's awesome, man. You know, yeah. and it's uh, you, you're right. The Nashville area is absolutely beautiful. We got some connections in that neck of the woods as well, and uh, I love every chance we get to, to go there. I, I fished Old Hickory out of my bass boat. Longest run I've ever made was Old Hickory, literally 40 miles one way up. I, I I needed to find a specific depth of grass, and the water levels were kind of goofy at that time of the year that I was there. I think it was I want to yep. say it might have been October, and dude, we ran. Yeah, way, way up the Cumberland, way, way up. up. Yep, you can the, go a long way, man. <laughs> the co angler that was with me, I was like, we're about forty miles that way to our stop one, and he, hey, yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, I mean it. Settle in. <laughs> we, we gonna be we gonna be here a while. So the beauty was though. I mean, short of the the laydowns, that lake was kind of full of debris. So I was a little worried about ripping the low end unit off. But for the yeah. most part, it was sixty to sixty five crews and no problem. You know, right on up the river. But uh, yeah, it's uh, really nice people in that neck of the woods too, man. They're real friendly. All the the people at the restaurants, and gas stations, and hotels, really accommodating. Yeah. When, when did you? first join up with or actually when did you first discover new canoe well let's see so you know i was i was on wilderness systems for i think four or five years something like that um it was a brand that i kind of got hooked up with uh when i met chad and you know i was in a ride and then, then the attack 120 and then um everett when everett started building a team um i started to notice and then they came out with the pursuit and then i then i really started to notice and i'll tell you i'll tell you a story real quick so i've already told this story but i'll I'll make it quick i was sitting on lake chickamauga in a wilderness systems attack and i was sponsored by torquedo okay incredible motor incredible motor i recommend it for anybody right and i was trying to fish a um so, some shell like a shell bed it wasn't real deep but you know you know you got the current um you know the tennessee river you got wind blowing and to be able to hold your spot with the torquedo using foot control it's, it can be difficult you know from the back of the kayak and everybody knows that now yeah. that that's set up for river fishing torquedo on the back for river fishing incredible i mean to go up to go against the current to control yourself perfect we're fishing like i was really and I've been looking at people get everybody's getting these bow mounts. I kept seeing bow mounts and bow mounts and, and wilderness hadn't quite figured out the best way to do that. And new canoe just had it dialed in, you know, there, everybody was doing it. It was bow mount motor guide XI three. It was on the pursuit and man, watching these videos of these guys with the control they had on the water, especially offshore and fishing deep and fishing in the wind. I was driving back from Chickamauga back to actually live in Atlanta 
drive home. That's when I started messaging like Derek Brundle and Cody Milton was on the team then. Yeah. Asking him about that setup and talking to Mike Schmitz um, and all these guys. And then I was like, and then, and then, you know, Everett would kind of, he tried to recruit me that year and I was with wilderness. And then the next year came around and Everett, you know, called me again. And I'm like, you know what? I said, I'm going to do it. And cause you know, people were great. Blake was great. And wilderness was going through some changes. I mean, to be honest with you. So it was kind of, there was a lot going on and I just, I don't know, man, I just kind of gravitated to it. And uh, I think I've been on the team four years now, four, four or five. I think it's four years, four years. That's funny that you say that because when we were starting the the TPO, we were looking for who was going to be our strategic partner. You know what kayak manufacturer. The first thing I was I was narrowing down looking at different boats out there, right? And the recon came in a couple times to our discussion because yeah. it was just notorious for being a really stable boat, you know. And it was that was stability was a big big deal to me. The the top of the you know the 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 measure chain in there though it kept coming back this this I kept hearing about this unlimited, the Frontier twelve very very stable but I kept hearing about this unlimited, and uh, yeah so yeah. What, what was kind of funny is I called Blake you know I call New Canoe actually, I give him my elevator speech hey guys this is what I'm looking to do looking for a company that wants to work with me on this, the Lori at the at the phone there says you know what, you need to talk to Blake about this and I'm like. I'd done my research on the company. I'm like, Blake Young? I knew he's the president. And she goes, yeah, yeah, he's the owner of the company. Yeah, the man. I'm like, <laughs> okay. And she goes, uh, I was like, well, you know, would you mind sending me to his voicemail? You know, is what I'm kind of thinking. And she's like, oh, no, 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 I'm going to transfer you straight over. I'm like, oh, well, shit. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yes. She sends me over, make a long story short. I, I threw my pitch at him. And, and I before I even put the, you know, the finishing touches on my speech, his response was, all right, I'm in. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're down for this. What do you need from me? And I'm like, whoa. And I remember telling him, I, I love telling this story when Blake's on the show. Cause I'm like, I was not ready for him to say yes. And let's go right now. So I'm like, I told him that too. I'm like, Blake, I gotta be honest with you. I wasn't really prepared for you. to say <laughs> yes right now. And that, Hey, that's not a good salesman. If he says yes, you say, okay, you get off the phone as quick as you can. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know, catch them while they're hot. You closed it, man. <laughs> but yeah, no, we worked out a deal. Roman's Warrior Foundation is who put the put everything together to make it all happen. Next thing you know, here we are with four, you know, boats. We sold one, and now we're going to be back to four when my, when our team boat comes in this year. I'm getting that U10, man. What what do you think about that thing coming? She's 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 a beauty. Well, I think I messed up, dude. I think I you think you messed up. <laughs> well, for some reason, you know, we can order a team boat. Right. Uh, we get a team boat every year. That's everybody knows how that works. Most people do. And um, I ordered the unlimited, but I wanted because I in my mind I wanted an all black custom unlimited because I because I had the all black pursuit. Now I have a I have an all black Flint right now. Right. I wanted an all black unlimited, and I know the U10 was coming out. I thought in my mind it was going to be later in the spring. Right. Like like I just didn't. I just would. I guess I wasn't paying attention. I don't really know. So. I ordered an unlimited and I'm like, and then I called Fletch today. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I called Fletch. I said, Fletch, I said, you got a U10 in the shop? And he goes, no, man. He goes, but I will have a demo one. I was like, okay, that's great. And then he said, uh, I said, when are you getting the, the ones, you know, from the, from the factory? And he said, well, it's going to be later, you know, probably end of February, maybe beginning of March. And I said, man, I messed up. I don't know why I didn't order one of these because I want one. <laughs> 
I mean, I do a lot of river fishing, and, and I love – I mean, you can just look at that thing. I mean, it's just uh, – I think my favorite thing I'm most excited about is the, the rod storage on the sides because the biggest – because where I fish on the Etowah River is you're, you're, you fish under a canopy a lot. I'm going to blow this up real quick so people yeah. can see it. There you go. Yeah, you can, you yeah, can right get up, Right up in yeah. here. Yeah, and then down there at the bottom, you can see where that's where your reel will hang, and then your rod, you know, your rod will sit right there. So, yep. I mean, it's really to be able to keep two rods on the side, um, not not sticking up anywhere, and uh, have another rod in my hand. For me, that that's gonna be amazing. I'm I'm really excited, and you know, it's 40 inches wide. So, st standing while while you're going down the river, and to be able to 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 pitch and flip, you know. You can do much better, obviously, when you're standing. I can't wait for that. So. You know, and it's got the the trademark. One of the things that, quite frankly, no one on the market can touch us on, and that is the drainage of this thing. Oh, uh, yeah. That, that Venturi effect that takes place on the bottom of these things where it literally sucks the water out as you move. Yes. Um, yes. You know, I've, I've been in some big water. I got caught at Bull Shoals during a little uh, a storm that kind of blew in. I had to, I had to jump around a bluff wall to the main lake to get back to another cheat grant or Creek channel. And dude, I was taking waves over the bow with that unlimited of mine. And as long as I kept moving, man, she was just bailing, bailing, bailing. It's like, you couldn't yeah. even tell it was amazing. Yeah. And plus I think the way it looks, I mean, especially when you put all the decking on there, I mean, yeah. it, it, to me, it looks it looks when you put that decking like that with that black trim. Um, to to me, it's it's one of the best looking kayaks out there, or the best looking kayak. I mean, I, Dude, I, don't, I know I have to say it, but come on. Right? No, seriously, it's uh, I'm I am so stoked. Yeah. We we put in for um, uh, for our team boat this year. I wanted that patriotic theme that we actually do have. Yeah. And uh, I, I want to go ahead and, and I got the U10. So I come in April, we'll take delivery on ours. Yeah. Uh, what I do with those is I put then my, my unlimiteds, that'll give us three unlimiteds for our little fleet. And then oh, I'm hoping that I can transfer out of the unlimited and put myself just in that U10. Then I'll be able to put guys in those unlimiteds, you know, the yeah. most, one of the most stable craft out there. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man, that, you know, I, I like to carry a lot of stuff and the unlimited has plenty of space and I'm just, maybe this U10 will help me narrow stuff down. Right. And then I won't. Have yeah, right. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. I, I feel the same way. Like, like I said, I do, I love fishing lakes, but, but I, it's one of those convenience things. I have a, I have a pond about 300 yards that way in our neighborhood, uh, right past the pool, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and I just cart it. I can cart it right over the sidewalk, right down a little hill, and I'm and I'm I'm in the pond over there. So and, and it's full of fish, which is great. Uh, <laughs> that helps. <laughs> but you know, you know, the unlimited. I mean, it, it's because you got to drag it. You know, let it go down a hill, which is easy. But dragging it out can be a little tough. And yeah. to have that, I, I think it's what twenty pounds lighter, something like that. Fifteen, twenty pounds lighter. It's about eighteen inches shorter, I, I believe, if I did the math right. Yeah. Um, and that's going to help me a lot. It's going to be a lot easier, you know? So dude, I'm, I'm excited. And, and I'm thinking I might even be able to get that thing up on the roof of my truck actually with a, there you with, go. with a proper mount. So I could have an unlimited in the back and the U10 up on top. That would be, that would be, Ooh, that would be, that would be good. We could roll out heavy then, you know? Yeah. So, 
when it comes to, you know, like you said, you got family stuff going on these days. That's taken down a lot of the tournaments and such. Yeah. Which, you know what? Family first. Got to got to take care of it. You don't get yeah. those years back with the little ones. So that's super cool that you're doing that. Yeah. What, what would you say in your estimation? What was your what was your wheelhouse of bass fishing, man? What was the thing that just, you know, you felt all else fails. I go to this, be it a technique or, or a style. What? What was in the in the area for Craig that this you felt like really separated you? Um, well, that's easy. Um, now, are you talking about what got the most checks or what I enjoy doing the most? Let's go with enjoy doing, and then we'll find out what cashes checks. That is one one hundred percent, no doubt. Throwing crankbaits um, in, say, two foot to about twelve foot of water. That's awesome. I, I mean, anywhere I go. I got a DT6 on. I got a KVD 1.5. I don't care where I'm at. I got it tied on. I mean, I, I look, man, it, I can't even explain. I've talked to so many people about it. People know I like doing it. A lot of people know I like doing it. And I probably do it too much. But yeah. look, man, when you throw out there and say, you know, there's some rock out there, some water or square, but you got a square bill on, you know, you, you throw it right on the bank and you're pulling it and you feel it hit that log and all of a sudden you get that soft, mushy feeling. And all of a sudden you, you you set it, you know, and you got that that you know glass rod that bends real far, and then all of a sudden it starts going like that. Man, that's like the guy. It's I can't even, nothing like it, right? I can't even. I don't know, man. I haven't been fishing a lot lately because the kids are so busy. I'm so like, I gotta get out there, man. I, I'm having <laughs> that's some withdrawals going on. I'm out here talking to you about it. I'm like, man. It's warm. I mean, it was it was like sixty five degrees here today, and it's it's the middle of February. I mean, I don't know what's going on. Yeah, man, it hasn't been even out here in Colorado. We haven't seen much of a uh, of a winter, yeah. man. It's uh, we had a little bit of snow here and there, a couple storms, you know, mm-hmm. blew through. But in normal Colorado fashion, like today, we're back to fifty degrees. My studio, I've got the window open, you know, during the day just to you know keep things nice and cool up here. It's it's crazy. But yeah, I'm hoping that doesn't mean we're going to get a late you know winter blast yes that's what i feel is, is going to happen and then the fishing gets kind of weird when that happens too it's like if you if you get three three four weeks of warm and then you get that march two weeks where it gets really cold and then you know you're going to have a tournament when that cold front comes in you know exactly someplace like, in texas <laughs> you're like oh man they're, they're going to be shallow I can't, i'm gonna throw a chatterbait and then all of a sudden it's it's you know 22 degrees and raining or whatever <laughs> terrible I've been through it. I feel that. I feel that. So, so the 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 big question I'm sure the listeners are going to want to know: What would you say you've cashed more checks doing? Um, man, if if people were real honest, I mean, I I think it'd be more than what they'd really say. But it's shaky head. Yeah. I mean, let's just. I mean, especially you know, being in Tennessee, um, you know, fishing a lot of those humps out there, those rock piles, you know, just. It's just one of those things, man, catching those small mouth. And then, I mean, even down in Florida, I'll throw it sometimes, you know, if I can get away with it. But I, I always have eighth ounce. And usually I, I love throwing a black, just a black, you know, Zoom finesse worm, you know, like 15-pound brave with maybe a 10-pound leader. If, if I'm somewhere where, you know, like Chickamauga, I'll throw a 15-pound leader because you never know what you're going to hook out there. Right. But, um, I mean, it, when they're biting, I mean, it's it's a lot of fun on a shaky head, but – I still rather pick up a crankbait any day. You know? 100%. I, I try to tell guys this because there's this, uh, I don't, you know, 
I don't mind sharing this information with people when people, you know, it's so funny in our industry when people say, oh, I was throwing a Ned rig, they almost feel ashamed to say it. And I'm like, dude, are you catching fish? Then smart on you, you know, because Marty Hughes, I love how he just, he doesn't care. Marty's been around the block. That yep. dude's going to throw a Nico rig if he's in Florida or if he's in Ontario, Canada. He's throwing a Nico rig and he's going to put about 32 you know fish in the boat inside of an hour you know i mean it's that dude catches fish that's how it goes sometimes man and, and i just I, I really enjoy the i i don't know i guess it kind of feels like a sport like especially when you're fishing real shallow and like the accuracy of making a good cast yeah i, I enjoy like i feel like it keeps my mind strong like when you're focused on casting and getting the right angles and it, like you're in it you know what I mean? Like if I'm out there fishing slow, it's kind of hard. But when I'm fishing fast like that, I feel good. And I feel like, okay, I, fish are shallow. I know this is where I need to be. Just keep going, keep going, keep going, you know. And then you'll catch one or get a bite. You're like, okay, I'm doing the right thing, doing the right thing. Just got to you know? cover water. Yeah. But I think it just helps me stay, you know, that having to make really good tight casts kind of keeps my mind where I'm not like wondering like, I wonder what could be going on over there in that creek. Or I, wonder, <laughs> I wonder if, you know, they're catching them over there. You know, I'm just focused on what I'm doing. So, Do you, find, do you find like I do that like some guys hate when the day turns into a junk fishing game? Me, man, I absolutely love that because it's like I'm going down through my laundry list of everything that's sitting behind me and I'm catching – a fish or two off of just about you know five different presentations. I love a good junk fishing derb, you know, when it when it gets flying like that because it's it's. Yeah. I think it tests your skills quite a bit, like you said. You know, you gotta you gotta change things up. I, I think something that I got pretty good at because because when I started fishing the KBF stuff and all that, I was fishing a lot. Um, the, I was I was in a sales job where I had a schedule where I could kind of make my own, and man, I fished a lot. So. What I got really good at was mentally, if the pattern changed and I found something else, I had zero problem scratching everything that I did in practice and just running that. Right. And I feel like I got better and better and better at it. And then, um, you know, but, but that was from just time on the water. I was just spending time out there and, you know, seeing the wind or seeing the, I mean, all of a sudden the water's clear, maybe the current's moving now. I need to be at this angle or, you know, whatever, you know, it just, I had no problem. It was just, I could just switch right there and say, okay, that's what I got to do. Yeah. Then everything else is gone. Forget about it. I love it, man. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. that's, that's good stuff. And that's, I, I actually myself over as time went on, um, st I don't fish as much as I used to during uh, pre-fishing during practice time anymore. Um, mm -hmm. I do enough just to get some feedback. I just want to, I just want to see them yeah. talk to me real quick. Uh, by them, I mean the fish. I'm just looking for a little bit, but I'm more interested in areas now that I launch from because of in the kayak yeah. game, you, you got to, right? I mean, you can't, you can't motor up and jet 20, 30 miles away. You know, it's like, you gotta, you gotta settle in there and pick apart an area. So you're looking for areas that set up well with maybe a couple very different, you know, options that you can go with. And so, yeah, I, uh, I enjoy that quite a bit myself. Yeah. The, one of the other cool things that you and now, and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not uh, a good journalist whatsoever. Um, I've got a few degrees, my friend, and not a one of them uh, all the way to my master's degree. And not one time did we ever touch on anything that said journalism. So <laughs> all of this I'm learning from YouTube and Joe Rogan, you know, <laughs> oh, 
I do like Joe Rogan podcasts. It's very interesting. But yeah. you had mentioned to me something about some nonprofit work um, that uh, that you're involved in here, and so I, I did not get a chance to to look at it beforehand. But talk to me about it. What what exactly is uh, are we are we talking about here with the nonprofit? And uh, well, I'll tell you how all this went down. And um, forgive me for not knowing the full background on on. Um, it's called Paddle for Tomorrow. Paddle for Tomorrow. And so this is, this is how it went down. So, so I, I, what I did is I, I realized, so, you know, I'm, I'm on the new canoe team, right? So, you know, every year I get a new boat and I either, you know, a lot of people will sell their old one. You know, a lot of, a lot of guys do that. It's, you know, most guys I think do that. You'll at this time of year, you'll see more kayaks go on sale by team guys than any time of the year. So if you're looking for a good kayak, now's the time. So, Basically, I, I I ordered a custom black um, new canoe unlimited, and I want and I decided that instead of sending it to Westbrook Supply in Atlanta and rigging it out and using it as my tournament boat because I have a new canoe unlimited, it's a great kayak. It's set up, the wiring is done. It's just it's perfect, right? And I thought about you know I'm not going to fish as many tournaments. You know I got kids in two sports, right? So what I wanted to do is do something with that kayak um, and not just sell it, right? Right. Uh, I mean, it's easy to just get it, you know, sell it for $1,500, $1,600, whatever it is, you know, and move on. But I want to do something different. So I called Fletch at Westbrook and I said, hey, this is what I want to do. Do you have any ideas? And he goes, man, he goes, you know, for me personally, Paddle for Tomorrow, he's on the board for Paddle for Tomorrow, Right. And it's based in Atlanta, and they get kids from all different backgrounds and everything. They get them together, and they bring them out on these camping trips where they do hiking, they do paddling, and they introduce all these new people who probably would never get in a kayak and um, and get out there and get on the water. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do some type of raffle. I'm, I'm still got I got a lot of work to do. I'm going to get a raffle set up, and we're gonna um, we're gonna basically raffle off my new canoe unlimited. Uh, my custom black new canoe unlimited. I don't know the price. I don't know anything, but it's all in the works. And all the money, yeah, all the money's going to go to paddle for tomorrow, and they'll be able to get you know get hopefully help get paddles, get PFDs, whatever they got to get. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, it might raise five hundred dollars. You know, maybe it'll raise five thousand or ten thousand. I really don't know. We'll just we'll just have to get out there and give it our best shot. And this is step number one right here. Me talking to you. Heck yeah. This is it. This this is step number one. So um, I haven't talked to anybody else about it except my wife and Fletch, and um, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Um, why not? Why I'm going to let's just get this on the record right now. When you get the details ironed out, Craig, and you got everything put together, feed me this information because then we're going to do some promos for it. We're going to get it on the get it on our uh, our show here. We'll make sure that uh, the folks of the All American Kayak Series see this uh, through That's those groups right here on the on the paddling fin. We'll uh, we'll get this thing out, man. This is for an awesome cause. Let me uh, let me put this uh, website up here. So yes, yeah, so yeah, it's it paddle is, four. Paddle. yeah, yeah the, the number four tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, connects youth of all backgrounds and abilities to the outdoors. What better way, man, through kayak fishing to get these kids engaged in the out in the outdoors? Yes, I mean, and just just awesome. to be able to just 
just to be upfront, I'm, you know, I've heard of these guys and I've been to a couple of their events that they've done some, um, some film stuff. And I just, you know, I want to support Fletch with Westbrook supply and anybody else involved. And, you know, why not a better way? I don't, why, why put a kayak in the garage? It's just going to sit there, you know, or I can just sell it. Why not, you know, do something good and, Hopefully it works out, man. A lot of the guys on Team Westbrook are in the picture you have up there right now who have gone out there and support them and, and you know, really help this, this this thing be great. So I'm, try, I'm trying to do my part, you know, trying to do my part to help. And I think we can do it. I mean, it's a great kayak. Uh, I think a lot of people would love to have it and pay their, you know, $10, $20, whatever we decide, man. And I'm hoping we can, uh, you know, raise a little money. Heck yeah, man. I'm in. Uh, give me a ticket or two. Heck Yeah. That's, I appreciate uh, that. Dude, I do, man, man, this this looks – look at these kids. They're just uh, having an absolute blast for this. I know. How, it's, how awesome is this, just getting these kids engaged? Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And it's a lot of kids that might not, you know, never never experience it. I, I was talking to Fletch, and I called him today. And I said, Fletch, you know, I can go on the website and read all about this, and, and I know some stuff y'all have done and events you put on. But I said, what to you, man, what does it mean to you? What, why are you involved with, with Paddle for Tomorrow? And he said, this is, this is what it's about. The kids show up. They're nervous. They're scared. They don't really know how to be on a kayak. They don't know anybody there. Sometimes they don't, you know, they're new to it. He goes, it's to see the difference between when they show up and then six hours later, they don't want to leave. They don't want to get off the water. They're hooked. They made a made, made a buddy out there. They're paddling together. They're in a tandem kayak. He goes, I don't, he goes, that's what it's about. Hell yeah. That's it. And I said, okay, Fletch, that's all you got to tell me, man. I, that's enough for me. I'm in. <laughs> uh, he, he, he inspired me and got me even more excited about this. And I, we'll see. I've never done anything like this before. I've done some giveaways. Like I've got some, you know, some like something from a sponsor and, and I've given away, you know, like say like my Instagram page and, I'll just give it away for free, but I think this time we can we can do a little better and, and raise some money for it. Heck yeah, man! No, this is uh, that's that's outstanding. I'll tell you what, it's what led me back to this stuff, man. Is that there was a time um, I'm a former first responder. I was a volunteer with the Larimer County Dive Rescue Team for several years, um, and it was my way to give back to my local community. I was a youth athletic coach for for many years and then took it up all the way to uh, varsity at high school oh wow okay. coaching football and uh, track and uh, uh and and hockey and always had that was my fulfillment you know as it felt like yeah. i was given something even even during the time when you know when you're a paid coach you're not paid that well so <laughs> you still know you're volunteering a lot of it you know type thing sure. um until you hit collegiate level you know type stuff but point is is that uh, i got away from all those things to really chase the dream of fishing and it left a hole man and that's why we started doing what we were doing which was volunteering at some of these nonprofit events and it's what helped change our whole perspective is when you can try to you know leave your mark somewhere you know i mean it's yeah. it yeah. it provides that uh, uh i don't know i don't want to say purpose because i mean it's it's maybe not like that but you just know that, you know what, there's enough crap going on out there. I'd like to be someone that's remembered as doing some good, you know, and just, and yeah. I want my kids to see that. I want my kids to see me lead by example, doing good things, not 
getting, you know, laughs and respect for being a shithead. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. Uh, you're, you're right. You're right, man. I, I have a long commute where I work. So, you know, you spend a lot of time in the car. You just start thinking about stuff, you know, and without trying to get mad at people driving around Atlanta. But I was, you know, I was just, I was like, I was thinking, what do I want to do with this boat? What do I want to do with this boat? Do I want to send it over to Fletch and let him just go crazy with it? But I was like, I don't, I don't really want to sell it and just take the money. Like, I just, I don't know. Something deep inside was like, there's something else you need to do with this boat. And one day I called Fletch and then we talked about it and that was it. So That's so cool. That I is mean, so cool. And who, I, I knows where this, who knows where this leads, man? That's the thing. This yeah. is your start. This is your start. Yeah. Let's see where it goes. And I don't want, I got to be careful because I don't want it to be about me. You know, I, right. I, you know, I, it is a good way to promote the brand. It is a good way to raise some money for, for a good thing. You know, and, and I think that'll happen. But I don't want it to be like, hey, look at me. Look what I'm giving away. So we're probably going to try to run it through Paddle for Tomorrow a little more than like me. You know, I'm not sure how it's all going to work. We're going to figure it out. But um, I do want to be careful there, you know. Yeah, for sure. No, that's I mean, you want to make sure that it's it's being done for the right reasons. And you don't you know, when we started our nonprofit, brother, it was the biggest thing to me was just a matter of be as transparent as humanly possible. Yeah, you're right. Um, if, if somebody wants to see, you know, where things are at and what we're looking at doing, you betcha. That's that's exactly what we're here for, because it's. Um, you know, I'm, I'm very fortunate and lucky. I have a, I, I way out kicked my coverage with my wife. She is a highly successful, highly, uh, supportive human being. And she is the reason I get to do and chase this stuff and try to take care of the karma bank. Like she tells me, I take care of the karma bank. She takes care of the real bank. I'm like, you know, oh, what? I'm totally down for that. Right. I'm okay with that. That's a good deal right there. <laughs> that's, that's really, you know, I, I can't, there's, I, I, even when I think I'm having a bad day or whatever, I'm like, yeah, you're going to complain really, dude. She's like, shut up. But it's, <laughs> Get it together. <laughs> no, but when it comes time to move that, uh, move that thing, man, let us know what we can do to help talk about it and get, uh, let people know about the raffle that's going on out there. And uh, yeah, cause I think that's a fantastic and what a cool thing for someone to get your custom boat, man. If so, they're going to win one badass rig is what they're going to win. No, that black. I also have the uh, what color decking did I get? I, I think I got. See, I love the black because I have brown decking on my flint, on my black flint, and man, it looks so good. It like I don't know, I love it. So I think that's what I got. I actually have it in a box. I got to go make, go see what I ordered. But uh, when it comes in, I'll put. I got the full decking kit, so I'll put the whole decking on it. You know, and I'm thinking about possibly getting. You know, I'm with Yak Attack. Get with Yak Attack, and maybe a black pack. Maybe a bend your branches paddle and make a package, not not just the kayak. Right. Um, I'm going to try to do all that. I'm not sure yet how I want to do it all. Uh, probably, probably really going to ramp up in the next two or three weeks, and we'll get it. Cool. We'll get it. So we'll get some promotion stuff out there. My road trips don't start until uh, end of March. That's when I uh, turn into a freaking nomad running around the country uh, for the with the All Americans. So, but we're we're wide open before that. And even if I am on the road, we'll we'll still figure out a way to get this thing broadcast out there, man. So you just let us. Thank start. you very much. I That's do awesome. appreciate it. So, the new canoe. So you run for tournament stuff. You got your Flint and you run an unlimited. Is that right? You do them both. Yeah, that's what I do right now. Um, that, that flint you're using mainly what for like rivers and such yeah i look that flint it gets it gets some hate sometimes but but for me 
to be able to just drag it over anything and just pick it up and go, I mean, to me, it's great. I mean, I, especially because my thing is when, when I fish a river tournament, I love fishing. I love going up current. I love fishing the angle. I like throwing my bait and having it come with the current. That's the kind of fisherman I am, and I like to cover a lot of water. And that flint, you can turn it on a dime, and I, I put the rudder on it. So, I mean, when you have a foot control rudder with your left foot, just one foot, I mean, you, you can paddle up to an eddy instead of it the back kicking sideways or whatever. You can just control it and just make three perfect casts on that eddy, you know, and then move on to the next one, move on to the next one. And, um, so I, I really do like the flint. A lot of guys don't fish at it for tournaments. I mean, there are a few, but for for small water and, and small, you know, creeks and rivers, to me, it's, it's hard to beat. Dude, there's something to be said for that because I, I did uh first part of a, a season with a trailer um, had, I was, I ran with, you know, that was the trailer we used uh, to haul all of them around and I was trailer launching and yeah, that was kind of cool. Cause I didn't have to get my feet wet. You know, it was kind of like just, you know, bloop, drop her in the water with the bow yeah. line, pull it in. But I got to tell you, I ended up back. I do have a trailer, but that's just for the TPO boats. That's for that can hold four kayaks, and it's a, a mobile bunk for me. I can sure. sleep in it and uh, camp in it if I need to. But when I'm on by my own devices, I went back to just going back in the back of the pickup because I like the mobility factor. I like being able to get where I want to get with just my pickup. Yeah, and, uh, and pull that thing out of the back. That's why that yeah that U10 that little twenty pounds less. There is something to be said for that, being able to be mobile and get in and out of locations. Yeah, I, I've, I've for years and years, man, I've fought a trailer, and I will. I, and I, I'm, how many times have I been fishing a tournament or coming back and seeing one, seeing somebody on the side of the road with something going wrong with their trailer? And I'm like, I just can't. I've never been a trailer guy. That unlimited, I pick that thing up and I slide it in there, and I, you know, I just deal with it. But, I, you know. Good thing I don't have a Hobie. I'd be in bad news. Uh, dude, but, some of those some of those rigs, they're just like the old towns and such. Those things are just barges. They're yeah. they're great yaks, make no mistake, but they are, night, yeah. they are heavy. Yeah. Yeah. So I've always been my buddy Callaway out of Alabama, who I used to fish with a lot. He lives uh close to Wheeler. And uh, me and me and him, man, forever. We're like, we're not doing it. We're not doing it. And we we've been sliding the pickup truck for twelve years now. That's awesome stuff. So yeah. what's 2024 before we let you go, brother, what's 2024 looking like for you? Got, uh, got any tournaments on deck? You, you going to try to jump in some stuff here on a national side or, uh, what's it looking like? Well, um, man, I don't really know right now. I, I, my son, he just started lacrosse, which, which I'm learning about lacrosse. Nice. I'm, I'm YouTube lacrosse. Like you would know. <laughs> so, um, we actually had practice today. I, I just got home from practice a few minutes ago before we started. Right. And uh, so that that's that's just ramping up. So I'm not sure yet. Um, I really I love fishing the BFLs as a co angler. Um, I it, I really enjoy it. I learn a lot, and you know it's so easy. The co angler stuff. You just show up Saturday morning and fish. You know, and you can come right, come be on, be on for dinner. You know, especially if you're fishing like Lanier or you know somewhere close to here. Right. Um, but you know Drew Gregory and he yeah you know, he, he has his tournament series uh, in yep. May down there, the shoal bass one. I'm definitely going to fish that one. That's going to be really cool. Him using those theaters um, to host, to host the events. I'm curious uh, how that's going to go down. I think it's, I think the attendance is going to be great. I think the payouts are going to be great. Um, 
I, I love fishing the KBF stuff. I'm in the schedule. I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's just, I'm fighting it, you know, like I'm looking and, you know, Murray, I can't fish because I'm going on a trip, a trip. And then there's another one going on, like on another trip. It's like on the beginning or the end of the weekend that I'm coming back or going on the trip. So I can't, I can't make it all work, you know? You only have so much time. And like you said, man, when the kids yeah. start, uh, you know, uh, sports and so forth and, yeah. you know, you got to take care of, uh, you know, stuff at home for sure. Well, we're going to, for about uh, 30 seconds here real quick, uh, I want to just introduce you to uh, the All-American Kayak Series. One second here. promo we put together for the all-american this year man it's kind of our bounce back season we had uh, a yeah. little dip in uh, in stuff last year but uh first couple of years coming out all-american was showing promise you know we're midwest that's where we stay um we are coming to kentucky I'm lake sorry. brother come on over right on over, man. well you know i'll check we, it out we've worked with steve owens and and aj so well uh, they work with josh booth um, on the schedule to make sure we try not to conflict. Right. I mean, sure. there'll be yeah. a couple times where something does happen, but like, like Steve said, if it's going to happen, we like for it to happen, like opposite ends. Like, you know, we're not really taking anglers away from somebody going to Pennsylvania. If we're hold, holding something in Iowa, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't think so. yeah, I don't so think so. if it's going to, you know, but that it's super cool being able to, to work with them on the schedules and, and put it all together. And yeah, Kentucky Lake, that's as close as we're getting to your neck of the woods this year. We're, we're coming there and, uh, um, excited for that one. It's going to be a lot of fun, but, uh, yeah, man, it's, uh, these, uh, these, these are some cool events. Oak, uh, Oak in there. We got lacrosse, of course. Uh, yeah. Some, just yeah. some, uh, some good, good staples. And then if we're starting off at Lake of the Ozarks on uh, beginning of April. So that's going to be a, we're going to get in like a week and a half before the big bass bash goes off. So it's like, we're coming in at the Do perfect it. time. Do it. I, I will say this props to all these folks running these kayak tournaments. I, I did it in Nashville, you know, just a club for, for four or five years. And it's a lot of work. It's a lot of, people, a lot of people who don't read the rules and ask the same question a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, I know how it is. I've been there. I loved it. I loved it. Loved it. I was happy to, to pass it on to some other guys, but man, props to y'all for doing that and whoever's involved. And I, I know you guys aren't, making a bunch of money doing it. So no, no. thank y'all for doing that. You know, eventually it would be nice to be, to be able to have those type of things as a, as a paying, uh, you know, obviously and for anybody that would think otherwise, they're just not very, thinking very long term. I mean, you want people that can make a living to, to manage something nice for you. Right. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. If you're getting, you're still getting the payouts, you know, I mean, what, what's the, you know, I'd rather know that, dude is taking care of his family and is doing all right, you know, to run an awesome series. You know, there's, there's I agree with that. 
yeah. But it's tough. There's just not a lot out there. There's only so much to go around, you know. So right now it's a matter of just keep the sport going, keep things right, and uh, and that's and also offer bring an offering to a group of anglers that otherwise gets looked over or gets forced to have to drive, you know, twelve to sixteen hours just to find a national trail, you know. So that's no fun. That's tough. Everything is like that for me in Colorado here, man, where I live. It's like every I'm, I'm 12 hours from a really good body of competitive water. You know, it's like, oh. so we're used to it out here. No yeah. worries. Uh, I got like, I got Gunnersville two and a half this way. I got uh, here an hour this way. I got, you know, I got Chickamauga an hour and a half. I keep Sorry. talking to the wife to like, get a condo somewhere down in that neck of the woods for just three months. Just three months of January, February, March. Let me plant someplace where I can still go fishing, you know? I, I do sometimes forget how good it is around here that we have. I mean, it's 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 really nice. Dude, you got like a Mount Rushmore of bass lakes down there just within a stone's yeah. throw of you. That's awesome stuff. Yeah, it is. Well, it's pretty sweet. Well, listen, man, I can't thank you enough for stopping by. Um, super, super uh, uh, glad that uh, that you're with Team New Canoe and that uh, get a chance to, to to represent out there, man. It's it's going to be awesome. Super excited for you as a dad, man. You got uh, these are these are milestone events going on with the kids and, and everything. So that's that's super cool, man. Yeah, they're they're six and ten, and and look, I could get on the road and go fish these KBA tournaments you know, and be gone for five, six days. It, it's hard, man. It's yeah. it's really hard to be gone that long, especially when they're involved. And my little one just finished basketball season last weekend. Lacrosse is starting up. Little one's doing flag football starts in a couple of weeks. And, and I can't, I can't miss it, man. This is a time, you know, cause it, they'll be 17 and not care about parents so much before we know it. Dude, you, you are, you have wisdom beyond, I have two adult children and I can tell you when the teenage years kick in, yeah, they start losing any interest in hanging out Yeah, They're, You know, we always went to the sporting events and band events and so forth, but at the same yeah. note, you could tell they were just like, okay, cool. Thanks. You know, thanks. For <laughs> you know, I mean, they got their friends, right? They got their stuff. You're just, uh, you know, they don't yeah. bomb and dad still. Yeah, dude, you're in the great, you're in the wheelhouse right now. You take the time. Don't, don't look back. Cause this is a, this is a great time for that. Yeah. So this, hang Absolutely. with me, brother. Uh, as we, uh, as we roll this thing out here and I'll uh, get a chance to chat with you and get some, get some, uh, trade some context, uh, information there folks make sure you head on out go check out let me pull that back up here make sure i got this right craig is that your uh craig.die.9 is that the fishing uh to follow folks out there uh well i don't i don't know what that well just if you just go on facebook uh just look up craig.kayak fishing just search it i'll pop up and then instagram it's uh die fishing and then uh youtube is also die fishing d-y-e fishing and um, you won't see a lot, whole lot on there lately just because uh, we've been so busy with everything else. But, uh, but you know, it, I got a lot coming. Uh, fishing yeah. season is getting warm. I'm going I'm to be fishing hopefully one or two days a week. And I, I love putting video out there. I love putting content. That's one of my favorite things to do. So I want to get that rolling again, get that momentum going, and um, hopefully find some big bass soon, you know? Hell yeah. That's, uh, that's, the, <laughs> that's the drug, right? That's the chase. So Man. dive fishing, make sure you get out there, check out YouTube, check out Instagram, Facebook, and you can yeah. find every bit of it out there. Also, while you're at it, 
check out paddle for tomorrow that's a, it's a super cool mission they're on yeah um and uh just check those guys out there give them a like and a follow of course the website uh if you just google paddle for tomorrow it'll take you right to it i think it's paddleforTomorrow.org. um good stuff and with us here uh along the front at true patriot outfitters Give us a follow. YouTube is the big one. That's the one we're absolutely trying to expand our reach on with our subscribers out there. Battleborn Tackle is our sponsor for this year's uh, entire season. Uh, Veteran-owned small business tackle retailer. Go check him out. The more business he does, the more offerings he'll be able to set up there uh, for you. He has some great prices, and his inventory just continues to expand uh, it seems to be each week, man, more and more, uh, stuff is coming in there. A lot of name brand, cool, cool things that you can get a hold of at Battleborn Tackle. Last but not least, Paddle and Finn Podcast Network. They make all this stuff come together. So those likes, follows, all that good stuff, folks. We sincerely appreciate it. And I think that's going to do it. Let's go ahead and roll this thing out of here. Tight lines, folks. Be safe. <laughs>